Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The oldest boy immediately said, he apologized, he said, I'm sorry, Miss Kim, I didn't mean to hit your car. And I said, okay, that's fine. And I went and I immediately went to uh, his grandmother's and knocked on the door and she came around, met me out back. And she called the boys over and asked him, and he said yes. And she said, you know better than that. And he just stood there with his head down. You know, I know he didn't mean to do it. And I know that it was an accident, but they shouldn't be playing with rocks and throwing them. You know, we're in a small community. This is the plaintiff, Kimberly Theory. She says the defendant's grandson confessed to her that he threw rocks at her car, damaging it. This isn't the first time she's had a beef with her neighbor because she lets her kids run amok and they cause trouble. She's suing for $848, the cost to fix her car. These are the defendants Jacqueline Tout and her grandson Jamari Martin. Jacqueline says the plaintiff lied to her grandson Jamari, telling him she had video of him throwing rocks at her car. She does not, in fact, have video of her grandson. There were a bunch of kids playing that day throwing rocks, so who knows who did it? They're accused of being irresponsible. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Million in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Million is our presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Terry, can you tell me what happened here? Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, I frequently go outside um, every day, and a lot of the kids in the... I sit on my porch is what I mean to say. And when I sit out there, I observe a lot of the children um, that are in our complex. They play outside often and they primarily play out in front of where I reside. Okay. Um, Is it like a communal lawn or? um, I I guess you could say that's what it is. The children, they frequently play out in front of my area where I reside. And on this particular day, um, uh, Jackie's younger grandson, which is Jamari's brother, Um, He was playing with some rocks at first and he was scraping the uh, porch where they had painted uh, with just the walkway as you go to the upstairs unit and then he was scraping it. And I said, hey, 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 
Now, if I go and tell your grandma you out here scraping on this porch out here and tearing at the paint, you think she would appreciate it? And he said, no, ma'am. I said, well, y'all need to quit playing with the rocks. And they constantly are always, you know, pulling the rocks. Every time they play, they're either playing swords and breaking the rose bushes or they're picking up rocks and scraping on the concrete or scraping on the porch. You're just being boys. And so I told them to quit playing. They were throwing rocks at each other, just being kids. And then um, um, I went to, I was getting ready to go to the store. And I have a habit of, I have a, a Chevy uh, Cruze, and I have a habit of before I get in my car, I always walk around my car to check my car before I get in and make sure my tires have air in it. You know, there's nothing wrong with my car because I take pride in my vehicle. And when I get around to the other side of the car, there's a rock and it's a, about the size of my hand. And it's sitting right at the door of my car with a dent scratch on the car. And I was like, no way. And so I immediately, the kids were still out there playing. I immediately went out there and I said, hey, y'all, come here. And I got them all, and I, I did tell them that I had a video, which I did not. And I said to them, I have a video of y'all out here playing with these rocks. So uh, Jamari, the oldest boy, immediately said, he apologized. He said, I'm sorry, Miss Kim, I didn't mean to hit your car. And I said, okay, that's fine. And I went, and I immediately went to uh, his grandmother's and knocked on the door. And she came around, met me out back. And she called the boys over and asked him, and he said yes. And she said, you know better than that. He just stood there with his head down. You know, I know he didn't mean to do it, and I know that it was an accident, but they shouldn't be playing with rocks and throwing them. You know, we're in a small community, and I know that it was just as wrong for me to say to them, you know, hey, I got a video. I thought it was kind of clever, but okay. Yeah, but it was my way of bringing out the truth. But because he said, I'm sorry, Miss Kim, I didn't mean to do it, you know. And so I immediately went, uh, well, I didn't immediately went. I did get an estimate, and I texted Jackie. And let her know, hey, I got the estimates, three estimates for the vehicle. And what were the three estimates? She responded and said, okay. Well, two of them I I don't have because one of them was for $848. The other two were for $800. But the other two that I didn't have was because because we're in a pandemic, a lot of the body shops, they only have what they call them like chop shops where they give you their business card and write the amount of what the estimate is on the card. And I just didn't feel like that was sufficient okay. because so let I me, watched a show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me um, speak to you first, Ms. Tout. Um, yes. So when she knocked on your door and she told you what happened, that's the first you heard of this. Did you go out there and did you speak to Jamari? Okay. She did not knock on my door. Um, the boys came and said, um, G. Jake, that's what they call me. Miss um, Kim want to speak to you. And I said, OK, no problem. And we really have not had any issues before. Um, and I went over and I talked to her. And yes, the kids do play in our yards because our places are right next to each other. And it's a large lawn. So she said one of your boys, um, the oldest one, um, was throwing rocks. They were all throwing rocks and he hit my car. Um, He admitted to it. You know, I told them I had a video of who did it and they needed to tell me the truth. And I said, well, as you know, with my boys, you don't have to do anything like that. If you ask them, they're going to tell you the truth. Okay. so did you ask Jamari and did Jamari tell you that, yes, he did it? He did. Okay. I said, did you do this? Which one of you I asked because, uh, Jamari, tell me what happened, and then I'll tell you why I'm asking. Jamari, tell me what happened. Okay. So the entire thing? Yeah, like kind of take it from the rocks. <laughs> okay, so 
after we threw rocks, we looked at Miss Kim's car and we didn't see a dent. So then we just kept playing. But then well, why did Ms. you look Kim at her car? Did, did a rock hit her car? It, it did her car. Okay. Yes. So go on. So then we kept on playing because we didn't see a dent because the car is all one color. Uh -huh. But then later that day, we were about to uh, go to the back because the back area we also played. But then Miss Kim stopped us and said, what did she say? Oh, yeah, she said, there's a dent in my car. Which one you did it? And then before anybody said anything, she also said, I have a video of you guys. And then I said, I did it. Okay. And uh, then, this is the picture. This is what she says is a picture of the damage to her car. And yes. there's a rock next to it. What were you guys doing with the rocks? Were you throwing it out of we her car? To break. No, we were trying to break them. You were tossing them at the ground and watching them break? Yeah. But right yes. next to her car? Well, we didn't. Well, it wasn't right next to her car. It was across the street, but I threw mine too far and it hit her car. Oh, okay. All right. So um, here's my question to you, Ms. Tout. If you talked to him and he mm -hmm. told you the truth, then why are you saying things like, I'm, you know, in your answer to the complaint, the reason you're giving is, I don't know about this story. This sounds fishy. It's not the right size right. and blah, blah. But where did that come from? If he's standing right. up and saying, yeah, you know, I threw it too far and I hit her car, my rock hit her car. Why are why why now are you doing the Michael Jackson moonwalk away from the situation the way that you're that way that you're doing? Because that's not that, I you am, know, I am he's not. obviously a super good kid. Did you uh, have he you, is. you're his grandmother? Yes. Have I you am. raised him the whole time or a lot of the time or uh, along with his mother? Yes. OK, um, they, all, they all have lived with me and I'm not moonwalking away from this situation. From the way I understood the story, I understood it as they were playing on our side of the street and the rocks on our side of the streets are full of rocks. And um, I didn't understand that they were playing from the opposite side of the road. And I thought they were in our driveway, which is, is right. But you but you actually place. heard Jamari tell so me now that he threw the he threw the rock too far yeah. and hit her car. You, you know, I mean, he's right. never denied and, hitting and her car with a rock. So but let me ask you this. But so, also, go ahead. He has, they he has taken responsibility for some things that a couple of the other kids have done outside. And I've explained to him why that could cause issues and be a problem. And I've always said to Kim, he, he said he's done it. We will pay for it. That's not a problem. What do you mean uh, well, you haven't paid I didn't for get it? An That's why she's suing I you. didn't get an estimate from Kim until March of 2021. For real? And when I did get that estimate, I had um, just had surgery and I was down. I could not get out of bed. I had to be cared for it literally because of the type of surgery that I had. So, in fact, Kim talked to my younger daughter and she told her that she had two estimates. One was for 600 and something dollars and one was for $848. And the one my daughter bought me was the $848 one. And I said, okay, I will pass this along to his mom so that we can work this out. Um, I said, and in the meantime, let her know I'm waiting for that second estimate so I can see. Because the other part of that is I'm the only working person in the house and I work for a school. 
So I have to budget out whatever my income is. So it was never that we're moonwalking from the situation and that we would not take care of it because um, we are those types of people. We take responsibility. Yes, he's a great kid. He's very respectable and says, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, because he's been brought up that way. That's how we do it. We're honest people. We don't play games. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Was there a second estimate, Ms. Terry, of 600 and something? No, ma'am. Um, what I actually had were, it was three estimates. The first estimate I had was for 848. Did you have any for, for 600? No, 600 and something. Ones, they no, yes, I did have one for six something, but it was on a business card. No, I got it. But it looked, but what was the something? Do you remember how much it was? No, ma'am, because it's a chop shop. Because they didn't have anything open because of the pandemic. A lot of the reputable uh, auto body shops were closed down. And the only one that I was able to find in my area. Uh, was the one that I presented to the court. Okay, but, and but I, she's I, not I, making it up that somebody quoted you six fifty to fix it. No, she's not making 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 that up at okay. all. At all. And but so it was a she had shot. wanted that second quote, and she says that she asked you for it and never got it. No, ma'am. Actually, the last time her and I uh, communicated was when she sent me a text message um, informing me that she gets off at three 30. And I said, okay, I look forward to speaking with you. And I haven't heard anything from you them. guys are next door neighbors. How is it? You haven't spoken to each other in months or whatever. Well, the heck okay. It's been. When, um, I, I stay to myself, but when I see her car, you're in the porch the back, all the time, but I, my front porch, if you were to see it, it would blow you away. It looks like a jungle because you can't see in, <laughs> but you could see out. Okay. It really is. You can see out, but you can't see in. Um, but when I'm in my kitchen, you know, I always look out the back to see if I see her car. And I always see her, uh, her, one of her other daughters drive it. And I asked her, hey, where's your mom? And she, she told me that she had been sick and that she was in the hospital. And I could understand we're in a pandemic that she's sick. So I was trying to give her time because, you know, we're all going through it. But it got to where I felt like I kept being ignored and being ignored. Okay, I'm just so curious why um, the two of you seem so reasonable. How did somebody not walk to the house next door, knock on the door and say, what are we going to do about this? Short of going on the people's court, not just court, 
but the people's court, my courtroom, <laughs> because, on national television well, for poor okay. Jamari to have to face the music <laughs> of the nation. Like, how is it that you two living next door to each other? Well, I don't know why you're not in, because I mean you also, when I say that, Miss Tout, knock on the door and say, look, can we resolve this for 650? Whatever, like, talk to each other. Yeah, well, let me hear, well, Miss uh, Terry, your answer to my question, and then I'll ask you, Miss Tout. Go ahead, Miss Terry. Okay. Um, yes, ma'am. So um, I had considered filing it on my insurance. but uh, That's it not my a... question. My question was, why didn't you just knock on her door? Oh, I did. And? I did, but they, they told me that she was in the hospital, her oldest daughter. And so I waited for her to come outside. And that's when I gave her the estimate because I was really trying to just Right after that. And it her. didn't get paid because according to them, you didn't give him an estimate until a year after. Um, and at after that, and it didn't get paid, rather than going to court, why didn't you just knock on her door and say, what's going on here? I, I did, and no one answered. Okay. And, and then, no same answered. question for you, Ms. Tout. At some point, if you're waiting for another estimate, I think you use the phrase, I'm not going to chase her. Chase her? You just got to look to the right. Like, that's not, she's your neighbor. Why didn't you just you're knock right. on the and door? Yeah. And we've seen each other. We've seen each other in passing. So and what have you said to you know, each other? You're, you're not wrong. Um, when his mother came to town, because just like I said earlier, I will pass this information on to his mother so we can figure it out. And she came to town because right now she's um, living in Dallas doing some work. And um, and I said, go talk to Miss Kim and get this figured out. And she said she went to Kim's house a few times and got no response from Kim. Okay. And I, I said, okay, how, I, this has to be figured out. Really? So, somebody put, maybe somebody, <laughs> maybe we could have figured it out by putting Jamari in charge. And Jamari can just knock on both doors <laughs> and get everybody outside to talk to each other. Okay, I'm ready to rule. So if you are able to get it done for 650, then 650, you know, 600 and something dollars, and you, you are because mm -hmm. you got an estimate for that and told them about it or whatever, um, then yes. that's the amount. It, it, I mean, body work is expensive. I know that. So uh, that's the yeah. amount that I'm going to award. I'm not going to order it against Miss Tout, though, and I'm going to tell you why. Because we have laws in every state about, about parental or guardian responsibility. And this isn't one of them. Jamari, how old are you? 12. Right. 12 is okay to leave your kid outside alone playing. Um, you know, and that's, she did not have a responsibility to be staring at him while he was playing out there. I don't think any of us would, would disagree with that. So the verdict is against Jamari, not against Ms. Tout. Jamari, you're obviously, you know, what grownups do when there's a verdict is they figure it out and they kind of take care of it. They're not going to have that hanging on his head. But that's my verdict. $650 verdict for the plaintiff. Good luck, folks. And Jamari, thank you for being honest and being an adult about this. Well, the plaintiff prevails. She's going to get $650. And the, the judgment is against Jamari Martin, who's 12 years old. That's kind of an early age to have a judgment against you. So I guess the best thing to ask you, uh, Ms. Tout, is what's your reaction to this case? We'll pay what we have to pay, which is what I've always said. And like I said, I was expecting to see two estimates. But again, like the judge said, in between that time, we do live next door. We do see each other. And we could have been much more adult about it and took care of this long before it even got to this point. I guess we're just both stubborn women. 
I, I guess the other question here, is this going to have any, you know, lasting effect on your relationship with your neighbor? I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I have no grudges to hold. I've never had anything um, against Kim anyway. We actually used to go to the same church. So we're responsible people. We will take responsibility for um, what has happened on our behalves. Okay, very good. Well, you've got to pay her six hundred and fifty dollars, uh, and congratulations to your grandson. He's a stand-up kid. <laughs> sorry, sorry, he's got a judgment against him already. Uh, Miss Theory, how do you feel about the outcome of this case? Let me ask you. Oh, okay? I'm happy about it. I'm yes, I'm happy about it. Um, I'm glad that it's over. And for the most part, you know, um, the boys they're they're really good kids. They're very respectable and honorable, and um, I, I really appreciate that he was. Um, I, I admire him for stepping up and admitting, you know, to what he did. And, um, you know, I commend his grandmother, uh, for that train up a child, you know? Um, so I'm glad that it's over though. My car will get fixed. It's an eyesore. <laughs> okay. Very good. All right. Congratulations to you. Uh, hope things work out Thank now. You. All right. Harvey, uh, not often we have a kid testify. What do you think? Doug, this obviously raises a question. Why sue a kid? Uh, the answer is that, Judgments are often good for 10 years, and you can even renew them. Now, I don't think that this is going to be outstanding for 20 years, but the reality is these judgments last a long time, and if you can't get the money today, you might get it at some point in the future. Tell us about the most unusual case in your career. The weirdest case of my career didn't turn out to have anybody charged in it at the end of the day. It was a plane crash case. There was an aircraft that was taking off from DC in 1989 and it flew towards Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. And about an hour into the flight, it suddenly starts deviating and heading south and it loses all contact with air traffic control. So military aircraft follow it until it flies for five hours and runs out of fuel 14 miles east of Eleuthera in the Bahamas. And there it drops 10,000 feet, this little single engine Cessna, and goes into the water tail first. Rescue divers are on the scene and the pilot escapes through a window in the cockpit. But when they get him back to the aircraft, to the helicopter, they find out he's got a gunshot wound in his side, through here, through his chest, through his arm. They take him to a hospital. FBI agents. What's talking. he say when they when they take him up out of the out of the when, plane? When, when they're, when they're the rescuing wreckage. him from the water, he says, "There's no one else in the plane." To the rescue divers, right? And the plane sinks away. So they take him back to the hospital, and a couple days later, FBI agents talk to him, and they say, "Well, what happened?" He said, "I, I think I blacked out while I was flying, and then I must have come to when the plane hit the water." They said, "Well, who shot you in the side?" <laughs> And he said, oh, uh, I had a 32 caliber Smith & Wesson revolver on board and it must have gone off on impact. But the FBI really wasn't buying that because those revolvers have like a 12 pound trigger pull and a trigger guard and they just don't go off in, in crashes and impacts. It's pretty unusual. So, Did they ever find the, the aircraft? No, it sank in 6,000 feet of water, so they were never able to find it. So they were left with this scenario of uh, three things could have happened. Uh, one, one is he shot himself, which really didn't make any sense because he's in an airplane. Just, you yeah, can just kill yourself. Yeah. Uh, another is someone shot him on that plane. And then the question becomes, if that's the case, 
where is that person? Are they in the bottom of the ocean? Or the last is he's exactly telling the truth that, hey, this is just something that happened. I, you know, I blacked out. But Smith and Wesson doesn't think so. Well, Smith and Wesson disagrees with him. Because they say it's 12 pounds of pressure and so, and it's a revolver. So it's kind of, kind of an odd circumstance. But they never tied a missing person to that, to that event or anything. So, you know, it was a fishy case for sure. Definitely. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is the plaintiff, Michelle. She says the defendant's her cousin, who she helped out of a bind by loaning her money. And now she can't get the girl to pay her back. Family or no family, she wants her money and is suing for the $839.31 she's owed. This is the defendant, Serenity. She says her cousin told her she'd been saving up money for her and gave her $750 when she went off to college. Now, the woman's having some sort of financial crisis and is coming after her for the money she gave her as a gift. Please. She's accused of trying to con a cousin. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. The plaintiff says she helped her cousin out who was in need, loaned her some money, and now can't get it back. But the defendant says the plaintiff gave her the money as a gift before she went off to college. And now that she's having financial problems, she's trying to turn it into a loan. But she owes nada. It's the case of conning a cousin. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Michelle, you're suing your second cousin, Ms. Serenity, for... $839.31 that you say you are out, that you loaned her and she refuses to repay. Tell me what happened. Well, on September 4th of 2018, she had called and asked me if she could um, borrow some money because she was in a bind. And okay. I transferred money from my Chase account to her Chase account. And that was that. And then they actually came and visit me in May of Who's two, they? Or March of two. Who's um, her and her boyfriend Max? And what did she need the money for? Um, well, she had gotten like kicked out of her home with her parents, and she needed a place to stay. Okay, so you sent her uh, how much money in total? Um, seven hundred and fifty-five dollars. All right, and was there ever any discussion that she would have to pay you back? Um, no, but there was no discussion neither that it was, um, gifted to her. Okay. Because she asked you for it. This I mean, wasn't something you gave her on her birthday. She asked you, I, I need help. No. I need to. Okay. And, um, what words did she use? Can I have some money or can, can you loan me money? What words did she use? She told me she was in a bind and that she needed money Okay, that she could, you know, to stay at a hotel for a couple of days till they figured out what they were going to do because, you know, she got kicked out of her home. Okay, so no discussion either way about whether, but in your mind, she always had to pay you back? 
Yes. Okay. Well, Ms. Serenity, what's your understanding of what happened? Um, so I actually, since I, as long as I can remember, I never had a good relationship with my parents. Missy kind of, she raised me when I was younger. She, her and I were very close. She had told me for years leading up to when I had left home, not kicked out of home, um, that she had money saved up for me because she knew that I'd wanted to leave home at 18. And she knew that that was still a young age. She knew that, yes, I would need help with that. Um, and I had texted her actually not called her. And I had said, I just left house. Me and mom had gotten a really big fight. I do not want to go back. I would have been going and staying with my boyfriend at the time, Max. And she had said, well, since we were going to give you this money at 18, how about we give it to you now since you moved out early and you are going to need money. And can I see those um, texts? That was that. Can I see those texts? I don't, I don't have any, she might, I actually deleted everything because small claims court was up for three years and three years had passed. Okay. Well, do you have any of these texts that she's talking about? You know, I doubt she's going to hand me those texts to prove your case, but Ms. Michelle, do you have any texts that, uh, show the conversation between the two of you regarding the money? I have, uh, um, yes, I do. I have um, a text message that I submitted to court saying that she thanked me and that m- my money would be, you know, she would get it back to me. Okay, let's take a look at that. Okay, so Ms. Michelle, where? Yes. show me the text you're talking about. What day is that text? Um. Okay, the, the text that um, I'm actually referring to is a text where um, she said, you know, that she thanked me for, for loaning her. Well, did thank you, you the- Ms. Uh, Serenity, thank her and tell her that you'd pay her back when she did give you the money? No. So I had to thank you. The text she's referring to were on my boyfriend's phone at the time. That was when her and him were also talking um, because my phone wasn't in use. Um, so I never said, I will pay you back. Just like she even said, that was never an agreement discussed upon us that it was ever something. Okay. And according to you, you were talking to Serenity herself on the boyfriend's phone, Ms. Michelle. Yes. Okay. So in this text, according to you, you're talking to Serenity through uh, her boyfriend's, her then boyfriend's phone. And when somebody types from the other side, either her or the boyfriend, what did she say to you? And you answer, what is going on with Serenity? Have you talked to her? Who, who are you referring to? I am referring to her, that. I was actually, me and Serenity were talking and she had asked if, my, if, if I heard from any family members. And I said, yes, I did. And they were asking what you, where you were at. Well, she asked specifically, who's she? So is that her mother that you're talking about there or her grandmother? Because the word. No, her her grandmother. Okay. Oh, okay. Thanks for letting me know. And I cannot even thank you for the money help. One day I will get that back to you as for after this week is over. And then you answer, I'm not answering her. So you're speaking specifically of someone that sounds rather intimate and involved, Ms. Serenity, for this to be uh, your boyfriend gossiping with her about, you know, what your grandmother said. That would be kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, this well, sounds like actually... it might be you talking to her. Well, during when was the first time, Ms. Michelle, that you asked for the money back and said, hey, you have a payment plan here? You got an idea? When was the first time you asked her for that? Um, in March of 2019, when they came to Arizona to visit. And what did she say? She didn't say nothing. She, her and her boyfriend were sitting on my back porch 
And I said, because I seen some like irresponsible spending when they were here. And I said, hey, starting next month, I expect a $50 payment from you guys. What was the irresponsible spending you saw? Um, she had purchased a tattoo. Okay. My grandma purchased me a tattoo for my, for my graduation guest. Okay. Are you in a dorm? Me? Yeah. Are you, are you in a dorm? She does no. not even go to college. Okay. 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 I, um, I instantly think dorms whenever I see those things hanging on the walls. Um, uh, <laughs> no, I'm young. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, so Ms. Michelle, you didn't, I guess, approve of the tattoo or the spending of it. Whatever it is, you said, I expect to see payments. And what was her response? Did she say, what are you talking about? I'm not supposed to pay you back. That was a gift? Nope. She never said that. She didn't say nothing. She just put her head down and I walked away. All right. So what kinds of discussion? And that's how, how things have been between you since then? Yes. Um, well, she kind of deleted me off of um, everything. So I couldn't get in contact with her um, in like August of 2019 because I have text messages asking for payment from her like starting in April all the way through August, just asking her, hey, am I going to get my $50 a month? You know, when's that going to be? If you and can send me $100 like a I month, that will help us as I change jobs and making less money. Of course I will. When I get paid, I haven't started yet. I have a tour of the place Tuesday and a drug test. Oh, what happened? To, I'm not supposed to pay you. And so, then yeah, I'm let me, um, can I say something? Yeah, you can answer my question. So she's a very known liar, as this will all put out for us. Um, she, oh my gosh, no. <laughs> um, so when I, she had originally asked me on vacation, um, I don't remember the conversation that took place. Uh, I probably said something back to her. I don't know. Um, after that vacation, she had started harassing me, harassing my ex, harassing his mother, emailing her constantly, emailing him, texting, calling, Snapchatting, Facebook messages, calling me while I was at work, disrupting work. Just con It wasn't a, hey, let me have a $50. It was constant every minute for hours of the day, all the time, constantly did bugging you ever make and bugging. A and that's did you ever in the last three years make any payments? So, yes. Um, so she wouldn't stop. She it was literally I can't even express how much that this was happening. Well, she let's was see this one, for example, where she says on February 1st, can you send me a hundred dollars a month? You say, of course I will when I get paid. And her next text yeah. after that, uh, I asked for a hundred dollars a month, 319. You never said for what I asked yesterday for a hundred. You said 50 and I never received that. And these texts don't have a date. Let's see if there's a date a little further on. So I finally got to the point where I said, I will give you money because she wouldn't leave me alone. It okay. was, I, I well, had to block you, her on. So did you send her any money? I sent her 69 cents finally, just kind of as oh. to her. Yeah, I would think would that's, that's exactly what I would call that. So the only time you bother to send her money is to send her 69 cents. So let's assume that it's the way you thought and this is the only relative who would come to your aid at your moment of need and give you a That's gift. That's not true. Wait a second. I'm, I'm trying to go by your facts. 
That's what you said happened, that she had said that she was saving money up for you for the day that you were going to move out because your relationship with your folks was so bad and you didn't want to stay there. That would be like a really wonderful thing that a relative who loves you is doing for you by any stretch of any definition. So let's say it's like you're saying and that's who she is. Then you send her 69 cents as a... Yep. Yeah. Months after this had been going on. I mean, we, she invited us out to her house, me, my grandma and my ex at the time for vacation. We go out there. I mean, she says I buy all this weed. She gave me weed on that trip. I didn't purchase any. The only thing I purchased was the tattoo. Actually, nobody said anything about weed until you brought it up. But since you brought it up, she, she didn't say anything about weed, but talk to me. So she thought it was that the expenditure she thought was reckless when there's, you owed money. Yeah, or? there's lots of texts. Yeah, there's tons of texts, which you have um, where that is, you know, she's saying I can buy pot, but I can't help her out. Okay. And that was just a big thing. It seemed to get under her skin for where she suddenly wanted this money back. OK. All right. Um, but if I end up believing that that's you texting from your boyfriends because it's so incredibly intimate, what did she say? What did she say? And I, I just I'm having a hard time thinking that's your boyfriend saying that. I mean, you don't even have the whole text to know that she no, was talking so about show the, me the my whole, grandma. Show me the whole text. Show me I everything. I don't have anything. Oh, well, then how am I going to have I it? I told you that. I know. But you're telling me I don't so know. So you're just believing half the Well, fact. no, okay. I'm happy to get anything you want to show me. What I don't expect is for you to bark. You're not even reading all the text. Well, no, I read whatever's put in front of me. That's all I can do. It's all any judge can do is get evidence from the plaintiff, get evidence from the defense and try to figure out what the truth is about what happened here. And when I look at this, uh, I get a general flavor of how you are. I do. Um, Okay. Even if I hadn't seen the 69 cent Zell. Uh, and I do believe that that was you texting from your exes when you're asking, what did she say? What did she say? That's not your ex. He doesn't care about that. That's you asking. Oh, I can't believe I'm so grateful about this money. Don't worry. I'll get you back someday. This is awesome. Yeah. Pay her back. This is the day. Okay. $839.31 verdict for the plaintiff. That includes the money loaned minus the 69 cents and the attorney letter that she had to send to you. Well, the plaintiff is finally going to get that loan money back from the defendant. Uh, Serenity, let me talk to you for a minute. Interestingly, why did you pick 69 cents to send to her? Um, I thought it was funny. I was 17 at the time. I thought it was funny. She wouldn't leave me alone. Um, seemed childish of her, so I thought that was appropriate. <laughs> it's just an odd figure to, uh, to come up with. Well, the judge says you've got to give her the $839. How about that? You surprised? No, I mean, I didn't even get to really tell the story. So it seemed like, I don't know, it seemed like the judge just got mad and said that. What did you leave out that was critical? A lot. That's okay, though. All right. Well, listen, you just obviously didn't want to pay the money back, but now you have to. And that's what the judge says you're going to do. So good luck to you. Yeah. Okay. Michelle, uh, what do you think about this case? What do you think about what just happened? I'm, I'm glad it's over. And I learned a lesson, never borrow money to family, no matter what they actually need it for. Well, that's a good lesson to learn. I, I got to ask you, what was your reaction when she paid you 69 cents? <laughs> What'd you think of that? Well, it was 69 cents with a little emoji that had his middle finger up. So it was kind of humorous, but 
it really aggravated me even more after all the help I gave her. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. All right, you're going to get that $839 back now. She has to pay it, finally. So will this be the end of your relationship with her, you think? Uh, most likely. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to you. It's All sad, right. but it you is. You did the right thing by filing the lawsuit. You're welcome. All right. Harvey? Doug, I have a different opinion about this, I think, than most people. Um, I get that it's family, but when a family member, a cousin, just says, screw you, I'm not going to pay you the money that I borrowed from you, they are not respecting you. And when you go to court, it's not that you're declaring war, it's simply that you're looking for justice. And if they don't understand that, too bad. Judge Millian, it is cringeworthy to see male litigants think they can know more than you do, try to talk over you in the courtroom. How have you managed to succeed and rise above all the male egos you've encountered throughout your career? Listen, I, I, uh, I've dealt with egos uh, that are both male egos and female egos, and uh, that is an equal opportunity offense to talk over me and think um, that, they, that they know more than me about the law right. and about how I should rule. Um, but but when, when you were a young lawyer, for example, yeah. I mean, you, had, you, you were getting it from lawyers, judges, anyone. All the time. Anyone. I would come up sidebar and there was a, and this judge in the middle of a murder case. I am a prosecutor on a first degree murder case. Right. And I object. We go sidebar. I argue it. And he literally looked at me and said, you're so cute when you're mad. And, um, you know, the defense attorney, as we're walking away, said, I'm really sorry about right. that. Wow. Yeah. Good was, for him or yeah, her. Him. him. Yeah. Okay. Good for him for yeah. saying that. Well, you know, that's, uh, that's the world we live in and it's changing. Thank goodness. And, right. uh, you know, along the way, I guess this, uh, there's only one male ego you just couldn't conquer. Right? <laughs> you are completely egoless. <laughs> that's what I love about you. <laughs>